Blog Talk Radio. Two women with new albums, one from Mongolia and one from San Diego, and both stunning musicians. We talk with Nomenjen and Sister. It's Music Friday Live. From Los Angeles, California, it's the music capital of America. It's Music Friday Live. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. This is your show. Remember that. So our guests are here to talk with you. So you can call in 347-215-7511. Or you can email us. I know a lot of you are sitting there at work with your headphones on and you can't call. So email us, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Well, I want to welcome our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and all their radio affiliates who are going to hear us a little later today, and the Artistic Echoes and Canal Side Radio Network in the UK who are going to hear us tomorrow, as well as everybody on Blog Talk Radio. So like I said, if you have questions or comments, call us or email in. If you're listening to us on the podcast or in England, email in your questions and we will forward them on to our guests. Speaking of guests... You can't sit still and listen to Nomenjin. She has perfected danceable R&B and soul and mixed it with Latin bylaw rhythms and songs that just rock you out of your shoes. She started her phenomenal music career at the age of 12 in her native Mongolia, but actually she knew she wanted to be a singer even earlier. She became a pop teen idol in Mongolia, and then she took on the world performing in 15 countries in multiple languages in front of audiences of up to 70,000 people, which is intimidating for anyone, much less a teenage girl from Central Asia. She even took a detour into classical music, performed in halls that singers like Pavarotti had graced. She has appeared on albums with the likes of Christina Aguilara, Tony Braxton, Nora Jones, and Ricky Martin. And now, here in Los Angeles, she has just released a killer video for her new song, Kiss Me at Midnight. And, if that wasn't enough, she's preparing for the release of her new EP, her debut EP, Free Soul, this Valentine's Day. But best of all, she's right here to talk with us. Nomenjen, welcome to Music Friday Live. Thank you so much, Patrick, and good morning. (laughs) <laughs> it is a good morning, and your voice makes it even better. <laughs> My voice isn't doing so well. I have a little bit of a congestion left over from uh, from yelling at people for four days at NAM. So if I cough a bit, please excuse me. Um, first of all, let me. Oh, you sound say, fantastic. I, well, <laughs> I haven't coughed yet. <laughs> uh, I, I I love the video, uh, the Kiss Me at Midnight, and, and the song, I, and I I love it even more. When I learned that you oversaw every aspect of the creative production of the music and the images, tell me, how does somebody so young learn to do all that stuff so well? Um, you know, I think with Kiss Me at Midnight, uh, really the, the music production uh, started. So when I write or create, it usually is not, um, I do not pre, uh, I do not have a vision that I'm, I set out to do. It's more, more like an organic process where it happens naturally. So Kiss Me at Midnight, I wrote it. It started as a melody with a Latin influence, and I said to myself, oh, this is interesting. What do I do with this melody now? And then uh, my father, uh, who um, raised me, uh, is also American, So, but he speaks fluent Spanish. So I was like, hey, Dad, I wrote this uh, Latin-inspired melody. Do you have any lyrical ideas that I could you know, put in there. And then he helped me come up with the line, La Vida Nos Inspira. And uh, that's when I, where I built the song. Um, I turned it into a love song about dancing all night. And then, and then it was called Kiss Me at Midnight. So once it was called Kiss Me at Midnight, when we were doing the video here in Los Angeles, we decided to utilize a popular fairy tale, which if people actually see the video and you've seen it, uh, it's um, utilized with a classic Disney story and puts a um, female twist on it. So sure. that's what we did. <laughs> we had a lot of fun creating it. And I danced with a lot of incredible dancers, so which was very, a lot of fun. Yeah. Yep. 
People need to go see that video. Not right now, of course, but after the show. <laughs> let's, play a li- let's play a little bit of the song. Fantastic. cord on my earphones because I'm out of my chair sort of rocking around the studio here, which is not easy in a sound booth. <laughs> right. um, I understand how you came by the lyrics. You just told us, but I'm yes. a little puzzled. Um, women have always held a really strong position in Mongolian society, all the way back to the wife of Genghis Khan son, who sort of held the, the, uh, the country, the empire together after his son's death. So it didn't surprise mm-hmm. me to see a powerful, vibrant, self-confident female music star come from Mongolia. But what did surprise me was the lyrics in that song. You can be the guy who set me free, who can let me be all I want, all I'm meant to be. It, it seems like you're pretty good at being what you want to be without help from some guy. So what's <laughs> going on there? Um, yeah, so it's a little a little bit of a spoken word or slash rap break in the middle um that lyrics it's it's pretty much where i come from i believe that uh whether it's a man or a woman in a relationship um both individuals should be responsible for their own happiness and that's just my philosophy and um so basically being free is not necessarily being like you know being so detached that you don't care but more so just allowing each other to grow and accepting each other unconditionally that's where I'm coming from. Okay. All right. That, that clears up that. Um, there's a country. <laughs> you know, you've got another message um, in another song I want to play. Uh, this is Woman Like Me. You can search high and low. Baby, you can search high and low. No matter where you go. Power. I can read your mind. I'm the only lover. Make you feel alive. I'm a wildflower. One of a kind. I give my love forever. I'll be yours for life. Would you ready? Make you believe that you're my king. Only one kiss. Baby, you'll feel that I'm your queen. Baby, you'll see you and me are meant to be. Sounds like you are reminding um, women that they are unique and that self-confidence, and yours, I assume, flows from that uniqueness. Am I kind of close there? Absolutely. I do. You're absolutely on point. That's, I feel like, where I'm coming from, and I feel like every woman uh, should sing it. And you know what? If you change up the lyrics, every man should sing it. (laughs) (laughs) Really, it's a song about celebrating your value, knowing your value. It's so important to know your value and what you bring and, um, you know, and commanding respect because you know your value, uh, whether it's in any business or relationships or anything, you know? So I hope to, for it to be an empowering reminder to just, Know your value. All right. Well, speaking of knowing your value, I understand that you record on your own label. Is that correct? It's true, yes. Uh, basically, you know, I moved out to L.A. when I first came here when I was 12 years old, 
And then I moved out here permanently when I was 17. And then, you know, the same old story, you know, I've had pretty much deals on the table. And a lot of the times musically, as you know, a lot of stuff is heavily auto-tuned and that really couldn't, I feel like it didn't capture my voice. So a lot of deals, whether it was because of business reasons or creative reasons, fell through. But then, and then I was like, okay, I decided to like, okay, I'm not going to wait for any major label or anybody to help me create my vision. I'll just like go straight into it and see what happens. So this is it. Well, good, good for you. I, I cannot imagine anybody <laughs> wanting to, to auto tune your voice. Um, because oh, now believe me, it happened many times <laughs> to the point where it was unrecognizable. <laughs> oh, because uh, as you have said, you truly write music for the soul, and especially when the soul is nourished by dancing. Um, and, and your music is so physical, it's so kinesthetic in its artistry. Um, would I be close to assume that, that your songs kind of flow naturally, that you don't really sit down and say, I'm going to write this specific song and do it? That's true. That's why it's it's so diverse uh, stylistically. So it usually it's something almost. I feel like it's some somebody hands it to me. That's the feeling I get. So some songs are a lot of my songs are written under five minutes, both lyrics and melody. And then of course I sit down with my brilliant uh, co-writers and arrangers to help um, the vision come to life. But yeah, you're you're right. I really do feel like it's a gift like somebody like hey this is a good song sing it i'm like oh thank you (laughs) (laughs) it's a gift to us too and as i said earlier um i i understand and i'm impressed that that you keep creative control over that gift your videos and your music and i was wondering you know that requires a lot of talent of course but it also requires determination and from talking to many, many, many women on, on the air here and at NAM and She Rocks Awards and other places, I understand that being a young woman in this industry and particularly in the genre that you're in uh, can be an obstacle. Uh, has it been for you or has, has, has being a woman been an advantage? Um, I would say I was, uh, I would say I'm very, I always have the best team around. I can, I can sense people and their intentions very well. So, you know, no, no one person can achieve anything on their own. So I've always had great support system um, and my friends and, you know, brilliant uh, producers and arrangers who helped me realize this dream. They're all incredible people who um, share their ideas, listen to my ideas. And we, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful product of love that we all created together. So I can't really take, that much credit, but I can say as a young artist, I always try to listen also to um, experts and people who have a lot of um, a lot okay. of experience in the industry. So yeah, so for me, I personally have been very blessed because I've just you know I moved out here when I was 17, but personally I've always had um, I would say you know of course there's ups and downs. It's so unpredictable, right, <laughs> in the entertainment world. But the people that I work with, people that I know, they've always been very supportive and respectful. Well, I'm I'm glad to hear that. And I'm also glad that you moved back to uh, my hometown here in L.A. We are really glad to have you. Um, (laughs) Let me remind our audience that we're talking with Nomenjin, and you can talk with her, too. You can call in and you can email. And we're getting a whole bunch of emails, so why don't I just go right to the emails? Sounds good. (laughs) Is that caught? Beatrice in New York City wants to know how old were you when you left China? And I think she means Mongolia there. And you just oh. told us you were 12, right? Yes. Uh, hi, Beatrice. Um, I was um, actually, I, I was born in Mongolia, but I grew up, I spent many years of my childhood in Russia, three years in Russia, five years in India, and also the Caribbean. So, and then I, um, I came to the United States when I was 12 years old. I went back and forth because I was training in L.A. as a singer. I was training with vocal coaches here. And then um, I permanently moved to Los Angeles when I was 17 years old. Wow. Okay. Um, Rasher, uh, also in New York City, wants to know, do you sing any traditional Asian music? 
Um, as a matter of fact, I did get a chance to perform um, Mongolian Asian poetry at Carnegie Hall in New York. So oh. I do I do sometimes get the request for collaborations to sing Mongolian or Mongolian traditional style. So depending on uh, the project, sometimes I do uh, sing traditional Asian music. Wow, I'm, I'm impressed. Uh, oh, this is a kind of an interesting one. Uh, this is from Michelle in Austin, and Michelle wants to know, do you make or have made your costumes? I am a small Asian woman, and I know how hard it is to get fitted right. Um, no, but I plan to. Uh, um, hi, Michelle. Uh, thank you for your question. Um, I've never made, I mean, I've had, custom-made uh, costumes for me before for stage with some brilliant designers, but I've never personally made uh, costumes for myself before. Uh, usually it takes, a, it takes a village to try and get together the right outfits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. You should talk to Allie Stone, who also from Columbia, who has fabulous costumes that she actually helps put together herself. Um, and she's now in L.A. Also Binks, too, another... Uh, uh, L.A. pop singer who does fabulous costumes and makes them herself. Um, Bilal in Seattle wants to know, do you play any musical instruments? I do. I, I, comp- I play a little bit of piano to compose, but um, I'm still I'm more confident as a singer on stage. So I still haven't been confident enough to play on the piano on stage, which I'm planning to. I'm, I'm still young, so hopefully I'll I'll do that very soon. <laughs> Okay, all right. Um, well, speaking of all the various things you have done and places you've lived, you spent some time as a cultural envoy for the nation of Korea, two years, I think. Um, so how yes. did a Mongolian woman living in the United States become a goodwill envoy for public diplomacy for the Republic of Korea? How did that happen? Um, well, um, I launched my career back in Mongolia when I was 12 years old. So my fame there, even though I haven't done much there since 17 years old, my fame there is quite strong. So I used to go back and forth, you know, as a guest judge on reality TV competitions or coaching people. So I had a lot of media exposure there going back and forth. So Mm -hmm. uh, the Korean embassy, the South Korean government Mm -hmm. actually reached out to me and they said, hey, we would like for you to consider this position with us um and you know we only have and they did tell me once they appointed me they said only about seven people in the world have been appointed directly by the foreign minister of south korea and that i was the only girl and the youngest person who celebrity who's ever been appointed by their country so of course it's a big honor it's a beautiful nation incredible rich culture and uh so i i said yes and so for two years, I, I worked with them. I, you know, cultural exchange stuff. I learned to sing many, many Korean songs. <laughs> and I actually put on a two full-length Korean language concerts uh, organized by the Korean government, which was a lot of fun. It just, um, I felt like an actress, you know, like embodying a yeah. different culture and learning about it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um it's a great story. I, I want to give our audience a sample of the the vocal quality and the range uh, that attracted uh, the Korean foreign minister, as well as many, many other people, because you've got a range that goes beyond dance tracks. You actually did some uh, classical music. So I want to play uh, Eternal Romance, which is not classical, but it's very soulful and very beautiful. So here's Eternal Romance. Eternal romance 
song leaves me speechless, which is not an easy thing to do to a radio host. It oh, thank you. Conjures up, at least for me, uh, some of the world's great jazz and romance singers like Dionne Warwick and, and Donna Summers. The recording of that song feels like you just hit a groove that pulled everything out of you and then put it back in in a perfect place. It, it is absolutely music for the soul. So, so how did Thank that so come much. about when you do all this wonderful dance stuff? You know, uh, funnily enough, I've been writing songs in that genre for since I was 15 years old. So um, a lot of the songs, melodically, it, it was so much reminiscent of uh, songs from the Great American Songbook. And I was like, I said, hmm, this is interesting. Where is this coming from? And, and then I, I decided that I could not not sing it. Uh, and, you know, shared with the world. So I, I had to put my own singing style on it, which is mainly soul and R&B. So it's, that's why I kept describing it to people, which now that I don't know if I'm right, but I kept saying it's like a Frank Sinatra meets Stevie Wonder song. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what else to say. <laughs> well, that works. Yeah, okay, I, I, I got that. <laughs> um Yes. You know, uh, while you're being Frank Sinatra and Stevie Wonder, who incidentally ran into it at NAMM uh, last week, um, uh, you you create music, you know, that's stunning and it's soul stirring and you can sing it like liquid gold. And then you turn around, you pull people out of your out of their seats with the, your high energy R&B. And then you're a meticulous video and music producer. It seems like, you know, the sky's the limit for you. Now, I know you're focused on the album release in a couple of weeks, but what are your dreams? Uh, what would you like to see Nomenjin be in, say, a decade? You know, um, I would love to be touring the world, performing live. Uh, I feel like that's one of, my, uh, one of my strengths is live performance. And I got to hone that skill over the years. And, you know, the biggest challenge actually was to get on classical stages with, you know, hundreds of people, of, you know, choir members and 300-person orchestra, Carnegie Hall. And I performed in England uh, for the English audience who are listening to the show. Actually, I was there in uh, 2017 at the Plan Gotland under the patronage of Prince Charles. And I performed mm. on the same stage at the gala concert as uh, the same stage as Pavarotti with the Welsh National Opera Orchestra in about 10 languages. So that was a big challenge, and it gave me the strength to realize, hey, if I can do this on a classical stage, I'm sure I can take on a pop stage and do my own tour. So in a decade, I'd love to be just touring everywhere and singing <laughs> for everyone. Well, I hope you do, but I hope you also I spend hope some so time too. Um, singing to us here in Los Angeles, okay? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, soon, soon enough. Good, please do. Well, we have time for one more song, and I, I saved what I think um, is, well, I wouldn't say the best, but I've saved for last a song that in a lot of ways combines that liquid gold voice and also the energy that you know, maybe foreshadows a bit of where you're going when you're going to be on stages all over the world. Um, this is a song, uh, If They Knew You.
your voice in that sounds like you're smiling while you're singing, right? Um, I absolutely was. It's a happy song. It certainly is. And I, and I could see you, like I was saying off there, I could see you in a long satin gown with a retro microphone in your hand and a tuxedo-clad R&B jazz band behind you swirling around the stage and making your way through the audience. Um, hey, maybe you should be my concert director. <laughs> <laughs> No, I only do it on the radio, right? Um, it's like you're the consummate entertainer. I just talk for a little bit. Uh, you know, but I, I, like I say, I hope to see something like that when you release the album, uh, maybe uh, a concert at a place like the Edison in L.A. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, let me just say that I am absolutely seduced by your music. I am oh, mem- mesmerized by your intelligence and I am so determined to, to keep track of what I now know is going to be a stellar career in probably more than one field. So thank you so much for taking the time uh, to talk with us today. Uh, thank you so much, Patrick, for having me and for your kind words. And I look forward to staying in touch with you and also the audience on your radio show. Uh, thank you for your time. And um, I can't wait to create more music for you. Yay. Yay. Well, as far as the radio show goes, when you do have a, a live performance uh, anywhere in the country, but preferably in L.A., but anywhere in the country, we can have you back on. We have a little promotional slot on the show, about three minutes where you can get on, in on and, and talk about your live performance. Now, uh, I've got a couple of questions for you. First of all, what's the name of your record label? Um, it's uh, Rob and I Records. Robin, you want to spell that for people? Uh, Rod and I, uh, as in R, as in uh, rain, A, as in Africa, D, as in December, O, as in October, N, as in November, A, as in America, I, as in India, Rod and I Records. Rod and I Records. So people should uh, should take a look at what happens with Rod and I Records. And the second thing is, where do people get your music? Uh Currently, it's um, available on Spotify, iTunes. I actually should mention that besides my original songs, I'm actually doing weekly. Uh, I just started a, a YouTube channel about a month ago. I'm, I know I'm late in the game, but <laughs> it's better late than never. Um, so it's um, YouTube.com slash official. Uh, for people who don't know how to spell my name, my name is Nominjin. It's... Uh, N as in November, O as in October, M as in Mary, I as in India, N as in November, J as in Joy, I as in India, and N as in November, so Nominjin. So my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash official, where you can see my original video, Kiss Me at Midnight, as well as weekly cover songs, modern and old. I actually did a cover of Bridge Over Troubled Water, which was a lot of fun. And, um, and, and yeah, and your and your website is nominjin.com. Uh, nominjin.com. Okay. And my right. EP Free Soul will be available on February 14th. Right now, it's available to pre-order on Amazon. And um, if you want to see hear the whole songs, uh, please pre-order. And I hope you enjoy it. And thank you for your support. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today, and thank you for such great music. That is Nominjin. Follow her at www.nominjin.com. Stream her new song, or I should say look at the new video and stream her new song, Kiss Me at Midnight. You can stream it on Spotify or SoundCloud and watch the video. The video is great, but wait till after the show. The video is great. Um, the EP Free Soul will be released on Valentine's Day, and actually I'm going to let you hear a little bit more of Bigger Than the Dream while we uh, get ready for our next guest. I have the
little bit more of Bigger Than the Dream by Nomenjin. Uh Right now, we, um, we're going to go to Mexico, so hang with us for a second. Just two hours south of the California border lies the enchanting seaside town of San Felipe, Baja California, where friendly people, warm waters, and a relaxing vacation awaits. And it all starts at www.mysanfelipevacation.com. Whether you choose to golf on the 18-hole championship course overlooking the Sea of Cortez with friends, enjoy a romantic weekend for two on the beach, or take the whole family for a fun-filled weekend of shopping and activities, you'll be sure to find just the right accommodations at mysanfelipevacation.com. So what are you waiting for? Isn't it time you got away? Visit www.mysanfelipevacation.com today. That's www.mysanfelipevacation.com. See you in San Felipe. Boy, I wish I had a voice like that. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yes, for a a getaway weekend or a week's escape, go to MySanFelipeVacation.com. And best of all, if you use the code MFLA5, you will get a discount on everything that you you book. So that's MySanFelipeVacation.com. MFLA5 is the discount code. Sister, that's spelled with three S's, puts together synth, beats, and guitar riffs with a voice that creates uh, urgency and power and excitement. Born in Chula Vista, California, right outside of San Diego, she knew she had musical talent very early on as a young girl, and she went for it. First on the trumpet, then the guitar, and then the whole ball of music wax. Today, she's a composer, a songwriter, a producer, a kick-ass performer. She belts out songs that fill, fill a room, make people move and groove. Her range covers pop, rock, blues, rockabilly, and synth pop. She has shared stage with uh, Enambre, Siddhartha, Julieta uh, Venegas, La Santa Cecilia, and Flor Amargo. She's now taking the next step. She's releasing her own debut album next week at a major celebration in Los Angeles. And best of all, she's here to tell us all about it. Sister, welcome to Music Friday Live. We've been listening and dancing to your music all week, and we love it. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Well, the new EP comes out next week. Uh, By the way, uh, the title of the new EP is? It's a self-titled EP. It's just Sister. Okay, um, all right. I, <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't sure if it was sister or this is sister. That's why I didn't mention it. Well, the new the new EP comes out next week. There's a big celebration planned at the Los Globos in Los Angeles, and you have a special guest coming. Um, are you all ready for it? I am super excited, Patrick. Um, I I've been working on this EP for about a year and a half with uh, uh, my producer, John Avila. He's actually known um, by his production work with several local artists in L.A. and San Diego and also um, a band called Oingo Boingo. I don't know if some of you have heard of it. Um, (laughs) He's a badass bassist, yeah, and uh, he uh, co-produced along with Anton Soder, who is a Swedish producer. You know, those mm-hmm. Swedes, you know, they have all the pop, the pop hooks and all of that. So I feel very, very proud of, of this EP that's finally coming, coming to life. I, I feel like I'm having my baby shower. You know, I don't have any kids yet, <laughs> but I feel like this is like having a baby. <laughs> well, let's, ho- let, let's hope so, the birth is painless, okay? <laughs> right, I know, exactly. <laughs> uh, speaking of the birth, um, how long have these songs been um, uh, percolating in your head, shall we say? Yeah, you know, these songs have been, I like I like that word, percolating, um, in my head for about um, – you know, this project, you know, like I came sister because I'd been doing a lot of musical, uh, other musical projects before. Um, but really, this is just a celebration of my music career, like everything all put into one. But it started uh, in 2017. Um, I had some trouble with a, a 
you know, with other with the other musicians that I was working with at the time. And it really just was I was in such a sad place and literally um all the happiness that was left in me uh poured out in these songs. And I think that's why the, the feel of, of all the songs are, are very happy. So I would say about two years to answer your question. Um wow. and I have a lot more that I've been brewing. Um, uh, but these are the five uh debut uh songs for for me. Wow, well, that is quite a story. Well, well, let's let people hear a little bit of all that happiness that uh, came out of you. This is Quiero. You know, you were telling me that that that's the first song that you ever wrote, and and I love that song. I like it for many reasons. Uh, the power you put put into it, the urgency of your voice and the arrangement. It's just it's just so nicely crafted, and the drum Thank beat you. that supports it is right on the money. Uh, and your your voice, the mood. <laughs> uh, uh, did, did that was the first song you ever wrote? Is that right? Yeah, I I actually picked up it, it it was born with an acoustic guitar, believe it or not. The the prior project that I was doing um uh, required a lot of acoustic and, you know, rockabilly hooks with electric guitars and everything. So, uh I at the beginning of this new transition, um I was very used to just writing songs on the acoustic guitar. So, that's how it came about. But then I started uh, dabbling a little bit in uh, GarageBand, which is, I feel like, the playground for all of the people that want to start into production and into uh, producing. Um, and so I, I, I graduated to, you know, making beats and uh, synthesizers and all of that. So I literally song and made it into an electronic pop song that came from, like, an acoustic guitar. So it, it was... It, it was something that was born that way. <laughs> That's a great story, you know. And the video with that, that that extends the emotion and it demonstrates how nicely you carry the, the vocals and the synth and the guitar with the, the same power on stage in the studios. Um, was, was the video a live performance or a number of live performances and stage performances all edited together? You know, it's so crazy that you say that. You know, this is this is why you do what you do, Patrick, because I feel like you can look beyond, you know, what's in front of you. Like I, you 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 go into like the mind of the artist based on on their craft. Um, we were planning on doing a live video, but um, it just didn't work out where uh, none of the musicians coincided for the scheduling of the video. So my musical director was like, you know what, dude, just do every every part yourself, you know, and and kind of emulate all of the stages of your music career. So uh, in one, and, and the guitarist is my previous band, uh, my position in the previous band, and I even dressed up kind of rockabilly. Um, I also wanted to uh, describe myself when I first started. I used to wear just baggy jeans and like a T-shirt of like a band that I loved, um, and then um, the drummer um, is also uh, my persona as my nine to five job, which I'm saying goodbye to finally after all these years of pursuing music. I'm going to be 100% devoted to music and not having a nine to five. Um, but I dressed as like an office office attire. So I kind of wanted to like be this is sister, you know, like everything that I've been 
throughout my whole life and my music career is just all put into one. So, uh, and being sister, wow. like, you know, I do everything. I, in the, in wow. the studio, like I, I, I play guitar, I, you know, do the beats, all of that. So that's what I wanted to do. Crazy that you kind of knew that it was going to be a live performance. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm very impressed that, that you were the woman back on the drum kit, because I was going to ask you that the drumming in that is first class. It's very, very good. So thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Well, another song that, that you put out with a video is uh, Tu y Yo, um, which in English uh, is yeah. You and Me. So uh, why don't we play a little bit of that? Because that's kind of a nifty, it's really neat talk. Sure. <laughs> Complex beat. Is that a mashup of drumming and you on the beat machine? Because it's really interesting. It's like like the synth <laughs> is doing the drum fills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh you know it's literally the magic of my producer, my Swedish producer Anton. Um, you know, I'm very fortunate to to have worked with him because I feel that he he can literally take a song and make it into something that I probably would have never thought of. Um, so this is this is the first song that my both my producers and I worked on um, as the first single of Sister. So it was the first one that came out. Actually, I'm lying. I had released uh, Principia Azul, which is not on the EP, but, um, but that was my own production. But with the production with Johnny and Anton, uh, Tuillo was the very, very first one, and it just talked about it's a love song, you know. It's yeah. a, it's a cute love song that talks about you know just meeting yeah. somebody that you really love to hang out with. And it's a great video too. And it looks in a video, it looks like you had a lot of fun making. Uh, right. Oh my gosh, yes, it was you know like we we filmed it in in San Diego, and my good friend Alberto, uh, he he directed it and. Uh, he helped us uh, visualize, especially the the um, the black uh, the black light scenes with the yeah, glasses and everything. That was super fun. I love that. Was that. Super fun. Uh, you know, the, the <laughs> lyrics are kind of interesting too. Uh, like you said, it's a love song. Uh, it's kind of a buddy song at the same time. It is. You, oh my gosh! Yeah. Got <laughs> line, yeah. Well, the, the, what the the line that really hit me. Is uh, vamos a viajar a trepe no tengas miedo. Let's travel yes. daring not to be afraid. Um, that's why I say it's a buddy song. Are, is that what you're doing with your career? You're sort of exploring without being afraid? Yes, Patrick. You know, I, um, I have, I can tell you, like, honestly, um, that I've been afraid for a long time. And, uh, um, you know, I feel that a lot of the times people aren't able to do exactly what they're passionate about because everybody is so scared of either failing or not succeeding um, in the way that they want or just listening to the noise of everybody else. So I feel that, you know, like you, you've got to believe in yourself and, uh, you know, you also, you know, gravi- you have to gravitate towards the people that believe in you. Um, and, and that's really what this, this song is about, you know, like if, 
and this is what I want for people to, that listen to my music, my, my following, you know, uh, my followers and my fans to really look towards my music so that whenever they feel like nobody's believing in them, at least I'm believing in them because I feel that a lot of times with so much negativity in the world, social media being so up in your face all the time, we kind of doubt ourselves and we don't really jump towards the things that we want. Well, I get the feeling that uh, you're beyond the doubt yourself uh, phase because you finished that song um, by singing uh, Quiero Soñar, I Want to Dream. And you have another yeah. song on the EP that also talks about dreaming, Bigger Than the Dream. Um, so let's mm-hmm. take a little bit of a, a listen to Bigger Than the Dream. Then I want to come back to dreaming and being and no longer being afraid. This is Bigger Than the Dream. I hear a lot of ambition and a lot of drive in those two songs. Um, I want to learn to fly. I know my, my heart desires a little bravery. Um, As I listened to those lyrics again this morning, um, I thought about an interview in yesterday's LA times with uh, Gina Rodriguez, who is producing and starring in a $15 million action thriller and running her own, production company making programs for television networks and it took her a decade of determined hard work but she says many of the same things that your song says she had a dream and she found the courage to reach for it and i you know i've noticed that that there are many young latinas in the entertainment space who are also beginning to see success so you're in you're you're a young latina and you're in that space um is is this an opportunity? Is a window opening for you here? Absolutely. This is I think we're beginning so to lose your. I think you were oh. losing your cell phone signal. I'm You're so not, sorry. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so do you think that the window's opening for you here and for other Latinas in the entertainment space? Definitely. I feel that more than ever, we have um, a lot more girls, you know, like pursuing um, either uh, by a solo act or being in a band as a front woman. Um, I feel like there's a lot more than there used to be. It used to be where the guys dominated the scene. Um, But I love to see that, you know, a lot of girls are like kicking butt, you know. Um, and for me, I feel that I've, this is the first time that I'm, I'm really, you know, you know, people say like you, you do, or you try or do or do not, there is no try, you know, like Yoda. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I was trying a lot of, a lot of my, you know, my other, uh, musical endeavors. I was trying with it, you know, but now I'm doing it, you know, I'm actually doing it and. And it's super cool to see that a lot of girls are also doing it as well. Um, And, you know, girl power. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I went to the, um, the she rocks awards at, at NAM last week. I don't know if you've ever been to the she rocks awards. Um, If you hadn't, you should, you should go. Actually, you should be on stage, but um, 
they pointed out uh, that uh, the the roster of women in music, the talent, that the the bench is getting deeper and deeper and deeper, and not only uh, in the um, on stage, not only girls with guitars and drums and you know everything else, right. but also agents and producers that the whole system is beginning to um, change. So I think maybe this is an opera. This is the time for you to be bigger than the dream and, and dance on the yes. moon. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. Uh, you know, I have uh, a, a music video uh, coming out uh, also on the day of the release for bigger than the dream. And it features two uh, badass girls. Um, and I can't wait for you to see it. I, 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 I can't wait. All right. Well, make sure I do. Let me, let me also make sure our audience, uh, we remind our audience that we're talking with sister and you can talk with her too. Actually, a bunch of your email questions. So why don't we uh, get some of the, uh, the audience's emails here? Um, Carmelo in Los Angeles wants to know what equipment you use on stage. On stage right now, we are dabbling into the beautiful world of Ableton. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Um, So, you know, uh, Ableton, at first glance, could be very, very intimidating. But once you get it, it's just like, okay, I got this, you know. Um, Because uh, most of, a lot of the times, I play by myself. So I feel once you don't have a band backing you. And, and sometimes I do. I have a drummer or a, or a bassist with me. Um, but you really do need to go to the next level. So I'm trying to incorporate lights and projections as well. That way it's it's more of a show than just me playing on the stage. Um, so I'm, I'm using Ableton right now. And then also... Um, I call I call it because I name all my instruments. I know it's corny, but I'm also using a JDXI, a Roland JDXI for the synthesizers. So um, just having fun with it, man. Yay. Okay. Uh, Resistor in San Diego wants to know, where can I see you play your music in San Diego? Absolutely. Hello. Um, I'm going to have an, uh, also an EP release show. Um for my hometown, San Diego, uh, representing um, Chula Vista. Uh, we're going to have a show at the Manhattan Bar on the 23rd of February, uh, which will also be my goodbye because I'll be leaving uh, the next week after for Mexico City for a six-month promo tour. And uh, Wycliffe in uh, New York City wants to know, do you ever DJ? I noticed a lot of electros are now playing DJs too. Oh my gosh, that would be so freaking amazing! But no, I haven't haven't dabbled it uh, into DJing. Um, but I I do know a couple of uh, you know other artists that are like solo artists too that are girls that that have DJed and have like an alias name. So maybe um, once once uh, I get the hang of Ableton and all of that, uh, I'll maybe dabble into DJing. Thanks for the for the encouragement. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, um, let's real quick uh, let our audience know about the uh, album release party in Los Angeles next week. When, where, and is there a special guest? Yes, absolutely. Um, We are going to have uh, the EP release showcase at Los Lobos on Sunset Boulevard. And um, it's it start the doors open at seven thirty, uh, but I think the everything's going to start around eight eight thirty. Um, we're going to have a special guest, Gustavo Galindo, who is an amazing songwriter and performer. Um, I'm really really uh, thankful that he's joining us that night. And please come. It's free with an RSVP. If you go into my page, you'll be able to see the RSVP there or on my Instagram page. Um, that way you can enjoy it. it. You know, it's an early night. It's not like a night where it's going to go till like 2, 3 in the morning because it's a weekday. So uh, we made it early enough and late enough for everybody to be able to enjoy it at a good time. Okay. Well, I want to play one more song. We're getting a little tight on time, but this is uh, Escapar.
I really love the the rhythms in that. Um, you know, you you play with a lot of rhythmic complexity, so you must have a lot of fun with the synth, bringing the, those together with with your drummers. Or do you use a drummer? I do. I do use a drummer. Uh, you know, um, the the live performance uh, we which we'll have on the sixth. We'll, we'll have an incredible drummer from Tijuana. His name is Oliver, and uh, yeah, he he got the hang of it right away. Um, oh. it just, you know, um, but yeah, it's a lot more complicated for me because I'm I'm not a natural drummer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, a lot of the times, for example, the first beat that you hear, uh, I wanted that beat because it talks about seeing your crush, you know, and then like your your yeah. heart's like beating really fast, like. So yeah. Well, sister, I want to first of all want to. This has been a lot of fun, and I want to uh, thank you so much for taking the the time to have all this fun on the air with us. Um, and uh, thank you. Oh well, I um, uh, and thank you for letting me spend the the week in my studio here dancing. Um, <laughs> my, <laughs> right, pleasure. Right. my pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> right, so, uh, so again, thank you, and we will see you at Los Globos. That is Sister. Follow her at www.sistermusic.com. If you're in L.A., check out the CD release party at Los Globos. That's February 6th, 730. It's free, but uh, you'll need to RSVP. Get there early because it's going to be full of happy, moving people. Uh, You've been listening. Speaking of happy, moving people, you've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from Cyber Station USA, the Block Talk Radio Network, and our radio affiliates in the Artistic Network in England, Artistic Echoes Network in England, and also Canal Side Radio. Like our Facebook page and follow our Twitter feeds. Get real-time updates on our guests. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. We don't have any interns now. Anybody in L.A., just give me a call. Uh, download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com or on iTunes. Tune in next week. We're going to talk to Salvador Santana. And he's got a new album coming out. And, he, and, of course, he's also playing with his dad here in Los Angeles and going on tour, I believe, uh, to Las Vegas. We're also going to talk to the three women who founded Rubble Road Records, a new female-oriented, female-directed, mostly country-western Americana uh, record company. And they're fabulous. I've already met with one of them, and this is going to be a lot of fun. So check our Twitter stream and our Facebook page. We'll update you on all the guests. In the meantime, have a great musical weekend, and I'm going to leave you with some more of Escobar. (laughs) 